All right, so we're starting Daf Chav Gimel. We're on the last line of Chav Pesim Beis Amar of Yechanan Mishumer Mishumer Ben Yitzadak. So remember, we were coming off the story of we said that Shaul was was Nenash because he was Machalak Kavayda. He was Machalak Kavayda Melech, so he didn't stand up for the Kavayd uh, Malchus for the position of the king, and therefore, so we're going to now come off of this and say similarly, that he doesn't take nekama, or noiters bear a grudge, like a snake, he's not a Talmud Chacham. So what we're saying is that there are certain, and then we're going to, uh, we're going to quantify this, but there's certain situations in which a Talmud Chacham must um, take both take revenge and bear a grudge. So Frak the Gemara, but how could you say that? It says It says specifically in the Pasuk, it's a you cannot uh, take Nakama and you cannot uh, bear a grudge. So the Gemara says, That's when it comes to money. Titania, we learned in the Brisa, what is this? What does this mean, Nakima? What is Nakama? Nitira, right? What's the difference between Nekama and Nitira? Nekima. So what is Nekima? Let's say one person says to another, Hishilani Maglech, lend me your saw. And the other person responds, Zerubin says to Shimon, can I borrow your saw? And Shimon says, no. So Amr Lai, love, right? Shimon says, no. Lamachar, so what happens? Shimon comes to Rubin and says, and says, can I borrow your Amr Lai? Amr Lai who? Shimon now comes to Reuben and says, Hashileni kardumach. Can you lend me your hatchet? So Amr Lai, he responds, Reuben says, No, I'm sorry. I'm not going to lend it to you. Just like you didn't lend it to me yesterday, I'm not going to lend it to you today. That is Nakama. Now, what is Natira bearing grudge? Amr Lai, Hishileni kardumach. So Reuben says to Shimon, Lend me your hatchet. Amar Lei, Shimon says, no, loy, lamachar, Amar Lei. Shimon now comes to Reuben and says, Amar Lei, Heshani, chalukach, lend me your shirt, your cloak, cloak, something, okay? So Amar Lei, Shimon says to Reuben, Helech, take it, enjoy it. I'm not like you, Shalei Shaltani, that wouldn't, refuses to lend. Suzuhi Netira, that even if you end up, um, even if you end up lending, you're not allowed to bear the grudge and, and uh, you can't keep it, keep it in. Okay, so we're, at this point, what we're saying is that there's an ish, there's an iser of loisikam and loisitar when it comes to money or kalim or things that have to do with money. However, when someone insults you, then so when someone insults you, then you tamar chacham is supposed to be neikim v'neiter. So the Gemara asks, "Vitzari de Gufa Law, you're telling me that you're supposed to be Nekim Vinaiter when it comes to Sarah de Gufa, somebody insults you or, or something of the like. Bahatanya, Hanalovin, people who suffer insults, Veina Elvin, and they don't respond, they don't insult back. Shaymin Kherpasan Veina Meshivin, they hear they're being they're being disgraced and they don't uh, they don't they don't respond. Usin may ahava Someone who does, who, who does the right thing, and he's happy with the Yisurin. So all these people, they're all in the category. So the Ayav of Hashem is So we're saying it's a good thing for someone who does not respond. The Hainu takes it. 
take, gets insulted and takes it. So you're telling me that a Talmud Chacham is supposed to, is supposed to be Nekim V'Neiter. He's supposed to stand up. He's supposed to respond. And we see here, you're not supposed to respond. So the Gemara says, La'olam dinaket le'belibe. So what we mean here is, don't actually respond. Keep it in. Don't respond. What does that mean? Okay, the Gemara meant keep it inside. And Rashi says, So let's say you're a Talmud Chacham. Let's say you're a Talmidim. Let's say the Talmidim go ahead. So they, knew, they know that some, some bad guy uh, they uh, insulted you, they bothered, whatever, they bothered you, they insulted you. So some, something of Tzara de Guf. So, if Rashi says, if somebody else takes up your cause, okay, you can be quiet, you don't have to necessarily tell them to stop. So what we're saying is, you're allowed to bear the grudge inside, so that if something uh, bad happens to them, you can feel good about it. Or if someone, if someone goes in and does it, Right, but you're not, you're not supposed to actually um, actively um, do, you shouldn't take action to be Nikhaim Vinitar, even if it's Sarah Degof, not a money. It says someone who lets things go, means that you let it go. So then we say, Okay, and here we said, Right? So we have to, now here we have a third one that says, you're supposed to be you are supposed to let it go. So the says, that is talking about if somebody asks for mechila, then you're supposed to be mafayas. So what we basically have at this point is we have uh, three categories. Right? We have, we have, um, anybody, any Tamil Chacham who doesn't take revenge like we saw from Shaul is not a Tamil Chacham doesn't stand up for his Torah. So um, we're saying that that is in a situation where you don't say anything. The guy never did mechila. Okay, the guy bothered you. you don't, you're not supposed to say anything. You shouldn't go out and, uh, and, and, and fight the guy back, right? You shouldn't go insult him back. But rather, what we're saying is inside, let it go. When something, when, and if you're Tommy, then go ahead and start to, you know, take Nakama, good, keep quiet. Don't actively do it, but... Um, that's what we're saying. Um, then what we say is, when is it an Isra Daraisa to do Nakama? That's when it has to do with money or, or, Kalim or, or, or things like that. And what we're also saying is, if the guy who did something to you went ahead and, if the guy who did something to you or did something to the Tamil Chama went ahead and asked for Mechila, then the right thing is to do is to be Mephias and to be Mavra stuff and to let it go, to not hold it in even quietly. Okay, so those are the three categories. Now, just a couple of interesting things here. Rashi says, the first on the top line, he says, you hold it like, like a snake. And Marshal says that the reason specifically a snake, and it fits into the Gemara, is that just like, just like a snake attacks, it's on the, the akab, on the heel. It's something that you do quietly, so too when a person is taking the kama, even in the right situation, like we said, it should be done quietly. It should be done kind of like on the heel, so that's why we, we compare it to a nachash, the interesting shot here. Um, anyway, okay. So now let's get back to Akiva came finally after days and days of Agadita. You came for the end of the Agadita. Now we're going to get back to Yuma stuff. Brought it upon yourself. I did. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we said, we said that, remember, they were, they were running up. Okay, Berushayna, they ran up. Then they said, okay, we're going to have a pious. So how did a pious work? A pious worked 
that they would, uh, the Kehanim, and we, I think we went through it, and the Mishnah Rashi explained that uh, the, the Kehanim, they would get around in a circle, one guy would take off, one guy would take off his mitznefes, that's where the pious started from, and they'd go around counting, but they couldn't count people, so they had to count fingers. Right? And we said, one finger or two fingers. Now, to just to be clear, the way the Gemara is going to paskin, uh, the Gemara seems to be saying, there is one reason it doesn't say like that, but, but at least the way everybody seems to be saying, and the way that the Mashmos, the Pasha Mashmos of the Gemara is, otherwise you have to come on to Gersa changes, is that each person only counted, whether you put out one finger or two fingers or three fingers or nine fingers, it was only, you only counted as one. We, we were counting people, we just can't, we're not allowed to count people like we saw yesterday, so we counted fingers. So now the Gemara is going to try to understand, well, why do you have two fingers versus one finger if it only counts, you only get one counting spot anyway. Right? And like we explained in the Mishnah, that to make sure that you could, it wasn't predictable, they used to take a huge number, a much bigger number than the amount of people that were there, so they would go around, okay, so the Kangal would pick a number, and then he would count each, can't count people, so he would count each person's fingers, Okay, then the question is they either will be mites of one finger or two. So the Gemara says, If you can put out two, so of course you can put out one. So what, what, what are we saying? When the, when the Mishnah says one or two, what does it mean? A healthy person who has, uh, who has good dexterity, so he can isolate one finger. Okay, but a weak person, they don't necessarily have the muscle strength to be able to put out one finger, it takes much more effort to separate fingers. Yeah, you're going to give him the other? <laughs> so, for Truma Sadeshan. Which is Libra. Which is, okay, I hear. It's a good horror. It's a good horror. Um, so, Kan Babari, Kan Bechayla. Okay, a person has a weak muscle tone and he's unable to isolate fingers, so he puts out two. Easier to put out two than one. Okay, Bahatanya. We learned in a Braisa, Achatz Moitzin, Shtayim, Ein Moitzin. Says put out one and don't put out two. So the Gemara says, <laughs> Yeah, a bari shouldn't put out two. Okay? Which Rashi says refers to chaylam. We're going back to chaylam over here. Okay, they put out two. However, even though a guy puts out two fingers, he only gets one, he's, he's one lottery spot, right? He just counts as one number. They ain't mining like Ella Achas, really? You only count one. Vahatanya. We have a Bryce that says, Ain't might see in Leish Shlish Vele Gaidel. So you should not put out your Shlish, let's say your ring finger or your Gaidel. Now Rashi says, Ima Etzba, right? So what we're saying is, because we're going to count each person as one, so if you have your, the one finger would be your Etzba, your pointer finger, okay? So now if I put out two because I'm a Chayla, so I put out the next finger, my middle finger, what I call my middle finger. So that's very nearer that it's the same person. The problem is if I go like, if I put out my thumb, right now it's in two different directions, you can try to count it, because the guy's counting fingers, he'll say, okay, one, two, you'll get an extra number. So if we see that it's coming towards you, the concern is you put out the gaidel and you, you get an extra number, you increase your chances of getting picked. Okay, also says the bride, so you shouldn't put out your ring finger. Okay, that also is too far apart. It looks like another person. So we're saying it's in Shlish, which would mean the ring finger, but like Gaidel, or the thumb, along with the etzba. That's what we're saying, okay? Because people are going to cheat the system and try to increase their chances of getting a better lottery spot. Okay, so if you put out the Shlish, it would count. Now, for some reason, the Gemara is taking Havamina that it would count as two, as two numbers. 
because they're too far apart, we'd count them as two numbers. And that's what we're asking, right? That was the kasha thing. Really, is that true? We see we do count the pointer finger and the ring finger. So it must be we counted as two numbers. Now, by the way, goidel, so what we're, the Bryce is saying is if you put out your ring finger and your pointer finger, then we'll count it, the habamin is as two. The goidel, if you put out your pointer finger and your thumb, a minin loy, we won't count that, you get disqualified. So if you put out this and this, then we're going to count you as two, is the Havamina, okay? Not disqualified, you're still in the pious. If you put out your pointer finger and your thumb, then you tried to cheat too much. <coughs> so then, you're disqualified. Okay, you're going to get, right, the, uh, the, the, the manager over, the supervisor, the mamuna, the kind of mamuna, you're going to get Malkus from him, bipikia. So what's Pekia? Pekia, well, Pekia, we, we thought, and if you remember in Shkalm, if you remember in Shkalm, we had Pekia, Mamuna, Alha, uh, Pekia, we thought was Wix. And what we're saying is, so the Gemara is going to discuss what Pekia is, but it's some sort of whip. Okay, my, 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 oh, so the Gemara answers, right, so we're asking from the Havamina that if I put out my pointer finger and my, and my ring finger, then I'm going to be counted as two. The Gemara says, my, my, nami, achas. It means only counted as one. It does not mean counted as two. Okay, so now my Pekia, Takiva's question. What is a pekia? So Amarav, Amarav, Madra. It's a Madra. Ah, good. Now I got it. Madra. My Madra. What's a Madra? Amarav Papa, Metarka Detai. It's a whip, an, a whip from the Arab merchants, the Pusuk ratio that has a split, split, uh, for better efficacy, it's split at the ends. It has a split end. Oxtail or something. Okay? So Amarabaya. So that's why we call it a pekia. So it's a split whip for increased uh, pain. Amar Meresh Havamina. Originally, I would I thought that which we said in Shkalim, Hadatnan ben Baboy Memunala Pekia. So I thought, and the way we we the Gemara understood it there is Amina Psilta. I thought Pekias were wicks. Kedatnan Mavliy Mechnasai Mechnasei Akaihanim. That what would they do with the worn out? Uh, pants of the kaihanim ume ume hem hem and from their belts so with leftover clothing again they, we will see this throughout trust they're very utilitarian nothing went to waste so when it was done they would make they would make uh, wicks out of them so I thought it meant they would make wicks right it's good linen material to make wicks for the menorah. I thought mafkian meant mix and they would light so I see that no what I thought was the wick maker, simple benign job, guy making good wicks for the menorah, what was really his job? So that guy who I thought was the whip maker, he's really, he's the enforcer. That's who he really is. meant he was in charge of whipping people for violating pious, uh, pious uh, rules for trying to cheat the system. Okay. So anyway, so we have, we had in the Mishnah, we had a story. So back before they had a pious, people would race up. Uh, people would race up. And um, what would they do? What would they do? They would, uh, what happened, there was a story. When did they put an end to racing up? That uh, one guy pushed another guy and he broke his leg. Tanar Abana Maisa. Now we're going to have a similar story, except this one will result not in a broken leg, but murder. Tanar Abana. Maisa b'shnei kaihanim. Shayu shneim shavin. Okay, they were tied, running up the Ratzin Vailam Bekevish, Kadam Echad Mehem Latoich Arba Amis, Shachaderev. Okay, so they got close to each other. Natal Sakin, 
he took a knife, v'takalei belivai. Okay, so I guess they, I don't know, it sounds almost like it was before the race. They like, measured him up and they saw, like, okay, we're going to, well, you know, we're, 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 he knew that they were going to be even, so he was trying to gain a competitive advantage, so he stabbed the other guy with a knife, belivai. Amar Reb Tzadak Amala Ulam. Reb Tzadak stood up on the stairs of the Ulam. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean the Ulam, Rashi says. Rashi says, Baharabai's Ulam is Harbe Bana Sham Hordis, that there were many different ones. So, one of the Ulams, he stood up on a platform on the stairs, okay, and he said, Ba'amar Achenu Beis Yisrael, Shamu, listen, what does the Pasuk say? Ki Matze Chalal Ba'adam, if I find a corpse on the ground, Viyatsu Zekinecha Vashayf Techel, this is Egla Rufa. Okay, that they go out and they deal with it. They have to, they have to bring a carbon, Egla Rufa. Who is going to bring the Egla Rufa here in the base of Mikdash? Is it on the city, the people in Yerushalayim? Or do the, uh, do the Azara, does the Azara have to bring an Egla Rufa? Okay, the Gemara will discuss this because really none of them have to bring it. Okay, go, everybody cried out, everybody was, was weeping and wailing. Ba Aviv, Shel, Tinuk. What just happened there? Why is everybody crying? As like a musser, he got up. He's like, "Can you believe what happened?" It's like that. We 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 almost we condone murder in in the base of Mikdash. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yes, the Gemara is going to discuss it. Yeah, the Gemara will discuss it in a minute. Go kolam. We're going to say we're going to say it's not real. Go kolam bebechia. It was saying it for speech purposes. Exactly. Yeah. So go kolam bebechia. Everybody started crying. Ba'aviv shaltinak. The, this, this, this uh, child, meaning this Cain, that got stabbed, the fa- his father came, he was like convulsing on the ground as he was dying. Omar, he said, This, this is you know, designed for a kapara. Okay, so this should be for a kapara. My son is dying, and while he's not dead yet, what should we do? Make sure the knife that was used in the stabbing the murder weapon does not become tummy. That making sure that the taras kalim the mikdash was more important was 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 not more important, but was more it was kasha. They had a harder time murder. They could be civil. Uh kalim in the base mikdash becoming tummy. They couldn't. The chenu emer. What does the pasuk say? Vigam damnaki shafach menasha harbe meoid. That Menasha, we see that the, the, the Pasuk Malachim is saying that Menasha, the murder became commonplace. That murder, murder was so commonplace, so that didn't phase them, but Tommy Kalin and the Beis HaMikdash, that was uh, uh, very rare, and they were very uh, sensitive towards that. Hi, Maisa Kadim. Hi, Maisa Kadim. You are saying this in a positive and a negative. No, no, no. It's in obviously it's in a negative way, but it's just it just it, it was what it was. That, so that, they, all this because they wanted to do the Avodah in the Beis Hamikdash. So they, they got carried away. So we now have two Maisa. We're we're Kohanim. They originally was a race, and they got carried away. One Maisa we had in the Mishnah where a guy broke a leg, and we had now we had a Maisa and a Brisa where a guy killed each other. So the question is, Hi, Maisa Kadim. Which Maisa came first? So So if you want to tell me that the murder, the murder story happened first, right? So we want to know which came first. And at the end of both Misas, we had a pious. That means that one Misa happened and we didn't do anything. And then the other. So now if you say, So if you want to say the murder Misa happened first, we didn't feel like it was necessary enough for murder to go ahead and 
make a pious anishbir ragle takina. Ella, you have to say the anishbir ragle called them. The first, the story with the broken leg. Well, one second. Yeah, so what happened? So he broke the leg. And we said, okay, a broken leg. We're not going to change the practice, the standard operating procedure in the base of Mekdash. And, uh, and uh, then, the murder, then the murder happened, and then it became a problem. Now, so if you're saying that that's true, then what is the, the Arba Amas, right? So if you're telling me that, uh, right, so what's this whole Arba Amas that we're talking about? If the... Uh, yeah, we're, um, sorry, one second. Right, well, they both, they both did also. Both the Mishnah said it as well. The Kibbutz, the Kino, Paisa, Arba Amas, might be the Tayyip. So, right, what Shaykhs do we have to Dawad Amas? Okay. Ela Lo'elam. So we're going to go back and say, really, the murder one happened first. So again, and we see very interesting. If something like so shocking happens, like you don't need to make, make a rule change for that. Like that's such a crazy one-time event. We're not going to make a rule change for that. So really, the murder did happen, but it was so far-fetched and like it's murder. Like, come on, we're not going to, you know, this one crazy guy did something. We're not going to change everything. However... Okay, uh, that they saw that even not for murder, still that we still have, and then they saw, okay, this happened, that guy twice. Okay, so the first, second time wasn't murder, but we see that in the, in the heat of the competitive spirit trying to uh, get up there first, that we could also have Sakana of Shvirus Atzim as well. So then, Takina Rabbanam Paisa. Okay, so Lamaisa the Gemara is saying that that the uh, murder story happened first, and then the Shvir Satsim, and then they were Masaki and Epias. Now, Amr Rav Tzadak Amalasa So in the story, Rav Tzadak got up, and he said, Amr Achenu Beis Yisrael Shimu. Harei Uemer, it says, Ki It says that if you find a corpse, Anan Ami Lahevi, Alayir Al Azaris, Frek the Gemara of Yerushalayim, Basasuya Egla Rufahi, Ken Yerushalayim, it's not even a game for Egla Rufa. That is not one of the cities. If you find that, if, if, right, what's, what's an Eglah? If you find dead corpse in between two cities, then the cities have to bring uh, an Eglah Rufa, right? So uh, you, you don't know who, you don't know who murdered him. So you bring an Eglah Rufa, right? There's a Canaan of the closer city, bring an Eglah Rufa, or if it's in between the two. So anyways, so it says, the Gemara is asking, Yushalayim is not a city that you bring Yushalayim is not a city that you bring Eglah Rufa. Tanya, it says, Yushalayim and Rashi explains, if you remember, we had before Machlekes whether Yushalayim was Neschalku or not. Was it split up? So we're saying that according to the Mandem holds that it was not Neschalku, so then that's why it did not have to bring an Eglah Rufa. But what is the rules of Eglah Rufa? It's dependent on not knowing how this uh, person got murdered. Here, Lamai said they didn't know. So El says, you're right. That this, didn't really, Rav Sadak didn't really mean but they should bring another rule for the Because they want to increase the severity of the event and use it as a uh, opportunity for Mozer. And further in the story, they saw that the son was arriving, uh, he was uh, about to uh, die. Right? So we saw that Taras Kalim was considered 
more severe than Shvichas Damim. So the Gemara asks the Shiloh, who dissolved? Was it that murder was cheap, life was cheap, and it wasn't that they held Taras uh, Kalim in such high regard, but murder, you know, blood was cheap. Or, then murder was always just as severe as it was, but they were just extra careful. What, how, do we, how do we end the story? We brought a Pasuk. What did we say? So we said, we see that, that blood was cheap, life was cheap in those days. And what we're saying is, we're trying to highlight that it was a bad thing that um, they did care about the Tyrus Kalim, not that they took extra any more than they did previously, but that we see that life was cheap. So it's just like historically, this was just like a really not such great time? No, well, yeah, this is the second base of Mikdash, or Tzadok was second base of Mikdash, I believe. So this is just bad times. Tanar Although the Pasuk that we bring from Menashe is in the times of the first place in Mikdash. Really? But, uh, yeah, which is interesting. So I guess it could be for 800-year period or whatever it is. Blood was cheap. Tanar Upashat Velavash. Okay, so now let's go. We're going to talk about Trumas Hadeshin. So the Gemara now is going to discuss. We know that for Truma, there's Trumas Hadeshin and then there's Hitzaas Hadeshin. Two different things. So the Pasuk says, Upashat Velavash Begadam Acherim. So we're talking about, this is after Trumas HaDashen, that he takes off his clothes, he puts on other clothes, and he brings out the Deshen. That's the Hitzas HaDashen. So originally we're talking about Trumas HaDashen, now Hitzas HaDashen. Shemeni, the Havamina is, I would have thought, Kederach Yom Kippurim, that when we're saying change clothing, just like on Yom Kippur, Sheposhit Big Day Kaddish V'Levish Big Day Chol, Talmud Loimar. So just like you change from one clothes to another clothes, now, in Yom Kippur, you change from Big Day Zahav to Big Day Lavan, Big Day Lavan to Big Day Zahav. So too over here, we're saying change clothes. Now we're talking about a regular Kayin, regular Avodah. So if he's wearing Big Day Kaydash for the Trumas Hadashen, so then when we say change your clothes, it means put on Big Day Chol to do the Hitzas Hadashen. That still... The, what the Tanakhama holds is we're being makish the begadim of these two together and that no, you don't go from Big Day Kodesh to Big Day Chol but rather we're makish both Trumas Hadashen and Aitzas Hadashen need to be done with Big Day Kodesh. Makish begadim shalevish the begadim shepoishet ma'alalam Big Day Kodesh afkan Big Day Kodesh Aye, if so, what about that word pesky word acherim imke matam alam acherim pchusen mehem so what we're saying is the Tanakhama holds that both, when the Pasuk says Acherim, it's telling you, use other Big Day Kodesh. Dehainu, both Trumas Hadeshen and Oitzas Hadeshen have to be done with Big Day Kodesh, Big Day Kuhuna. But you use, uh, for the Oitzas Hadeshen, which is a lower level Avodah, just to take it out, you use lower level clothing. And Rashi explains, what does that mean? Either worn out ones, Shachim, right, ones that are well worn, use the, you know, used old Big Day Kuhuna, or you use ones that aren't necessarily, they didn't come fresh from the cleaners. They're not pressed, properly pressed. Or they're not, right? So what we're saying is they both have to be Kodesh, but you use a lower level of Big Day Kodesh. Rebbe Lezer, Aymer. Acherim v'hoitzi. That the whole Acherim, that has nothing to do with the clothing. It's talking about the Kodesh. That we see that, what is Acherim? It's coming to be Marbeh, Coming to me, Marba, that the um, the person doing the avoda for Hitzas Hadeshen 
it's mutter with a balmon. Okay? That he doesn't have to be a, a good, uh, he doesn't have to be a good kayin. So, what we're saying here, just, uh, what we're saying here is that at this point, we're saying that there's truma sadashen, there's haitzah sadashen. There's some sort of downgrade for haitzah sadashen. According to the Tanakhama, the downgrade is structurally, it, it, it's, it's, it, the, the downgrade is just, they both have to be done with big day kaydish, they both have to be done with a kayin, they both have to, it's, it's treated like a real avayda, it's just the downgrade is you use a lower level of clothing. Also big day kaydish, it has to be done with a kain, has to be done with big day kaydish, but a lower level of, big, uh, of begadim. According to Rabbi Lazar, that this whole vacherim is coming to tell you that you can downgrade the whole avayda, that it does not need to be even done with a kain. Or it could be a, a kain balmum, which is, that, that's what we're coming to be marba. Now, Amar Mar, so we said, So let's just, in the Tanakhama, when we said we use lower level begadim, or, you know, not as nice clothing for the Hitzah Sadashen, where do we see this? The Tanah Yishmael says that a, the, the begadim that you use to cook in the kitchen, you shouldn't use to serve, okay, that you, when you're doing a, a, a lower level avayda, use lower level clothing. So the Hitzah Sadashen is a lower level avayda, and therefore you should use lower level clothing. This is an Indian of lower level or that uh, it's dirty? It, it's stepping down. No, I'm saying it just practically is it a dirty job. You want to know, is Hitzah Sadeshin any more dirty, saying, dirtier behen, than Truma Sadeshin? Shabishal behind Kadera, you know, the cook in the kitchen gets dirty. Right, but... We're, is that the idea or not? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be... Minastam, you'd have to say that, I mean, you're, either way you're dealing with Deshin, right? And it's funny, like, there are some Rishayim, like, the Me'iri says that there's actually three levels. That regular Avodas Kayin Gadol has to be done with, like, A-level clothing. Truma Sadeshin is B-level clothing. And Hatzah Sadashin is sea level clothing. Okay, but, so, but, but I think at this point what we're saying is that uh, I, don't, I don't necessarily know if it's more dirty. It's just that the Torah is considered, could be, the Torah is considering it a lower level of Avodah. This is the only time you find this idea of clothing? Like, yeah, like that? different clothing, other than Yom Kippur, where we see that there's a mile on the clothing. Huh. Okay, so now we have a Machlekes over here. Now, it sounds like this whole Pasuk, that we have a Machlech between the Tanakhama and Rebbe Lazar, is only an Aitzah at this point. Right? That when it comes to Aitzah Sadashen, does the Kayin Gadol have to wear uh, Kaddish clothing? So I'm ready, Shakesh, Kamachlech by Aitzah, Kamachlech is by Harama. Shakesh says, no, this Machlech is by Harama, by Truma Sadashen as well. Rebbe Yechonin Amar, Machlech is by Aitzah, I'm a Baharama, Divere Kola Vodahi. So Rebbe Yechonin says, no, that the Machlech is only by Aitzah, but everyone's going to hold. That that truma sadeshin is an avoda and would require full big day gahuna. So what's going on? My time at the Rishlakish. What's why does Rishlakish say that it's a machlekes in both truma sadeshin and harama sadeshin? So because Rishlakish says if you want to tell me that truma sadeshin is a real avoda, yesh chavoda shekshir b'shnei kelim. Is there an avoida that would only be kosher with two? Kain has to wear four. What does it say by truma sadeshen? It says, yilbash al basare. Okay, we, we, we bring in only two, the only two begadim that are mentioned in the Pasuk is, um, is the mechnasayim, 
and the Kasainis. So Elamai, from the fact, comes Rish Lakish and says, you, from the fact that the Pasuk says you only need two Bagadim, it must be, it's not a real Avedah period, end of story. According to Rebbe Lazar, who doesn't, who, according to Rebbe Lazar, who holds that a Cherim is telling you that a Baumum can do it, what does that mean? That a Baumum can do it, it's not a real Avedah. Baumum can do the Hitzah Sadeshen, and, and it's not a real Avaidah. And just like we see, by the Truma Sadeshen, only two Begadim. And therefore, Rabbi Lazar's entire Shita is, it's not a real Avaidah. You don't need, a, a Baumum can do it. Okay, both the Truma Sadeshen and the Hitzah Sadeshen. Why? Because you can do, we see from the fact that you can do the Truma Sadeshen with two Begadim. Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan says, no. Goli Rachmana B'Ksainus M'Chnasai B'Wadim L'Mitznefes V'Abnet. That the Pasuk told you those two, but really it means you need all four. So Rabbi Yechanan holds that, that the Machlekes is, the Rabbi Yechanan holds that uh, everybody, hold, everybody holds that for Truma Sadeshin you need all four Begadim. Okay, and therefore there's no debate. Both Rabbi Lazar and the Tanakam are going to have to agree that Truma Sadeshin, taking the Kamitza, that is a real Avoida. You need all four Begadim. And the only Machlekes is, when it comes to Yitzhah Sadeshin, when we said we step down, that's where it's a Machlekes. Do we step down in clothing or do we step down that it, we, it's considered a lower grade of Avoida or it's not an Avoida and therefore it could be done with a Zar. So what does Acherim refer to? Clothing or people? Umayshnohani, I, and Rav Yechanan, if you're telling me that for Truma Sadeshin, you really need all four Begadim, so why did we only, why did the Pasuk only say for Truma Sadeshin that you need Two, Mechmasayim and Ksenis. So the Gemara says, why, what's, what are we learning? Midaivad. No, we're coming to learn other things out of here. We're not specifically saying only these two. We're telling us something. Midaivad, Midaikimidasai, that the Ksenis has to be fitting. It has to be form fitting. Right? It can't be too long. It can't be too short. What's, why did the Pasuk say to tell me that you have to put the pants on first so why did it, the Pasuk mention these two because we're learning other limudim out of it okay so now so where's Rish Lakish going to learn these things from so where is he going to learn that the big thing if he holds Rish Lakish holds that the Pasuk is just coming to tell you that you only need two Begadim which means that Rabbi Lazar is going to be able to hold that you only need since you only need two Begadim it's not a real Avoida therefore it would be kosher with a Balmum so Rish Lakish where is he going to learn this thing of form fitting and that the pants have to go on first Rish Lakish that how do we we refer to the Kasainas is Midaivad, Yilvash Abbasarai, we called it Midaivad. We didn't say Ksenes, Bad, Yilvash Abbasarai. We said Midai, so that's where we learn spitting from. Shalaya Dabar Kadam Luchasayim, that is going to learn from Mechnes Bad, Yilvash Albasarai. So I'm going to learn that from the Albasarai. So now, uh, okay, so that is the Machlekes over here. And I'm just going to go a couple minutes longer because rather just finish the Suya. So name a Ketanoi. We have a Machlekes here. We have a machlekes between Reish Lakish and Rav Yechonon. Let's say that this is like the following machlekes tanaim. Al besare. What does the pasuk says? Mechne sevad yilbash al besare. What is the al besare coming to tell me? Matam alore yilbash. If it already said al besare, why did it say mechne sevad yilbash al besare? If you tell me mechne sevad, I have to have clothing al besare. Why do I have to say yilbash? I wear on my on my besare. I know I could have just said mechne sevad al besare. Why do I have to say yilbash? What's the matam alore yilbash? Lahavi mitznefes va'avni. So, Laharama, Divir Rabbi Yehuda. The Rabbi Yehuda is saying that when the Pasuk says, Mechne Seban, Gilbash al Basarai, 
it's telling me that even though the Pasuk just learned Ksenes and Mechnasayim, it means add the other two Begadim as well. This is by Truma Sadeshen, which means that the Pasuk is telling me that you need all four Begadim by Truma Sadeshen. And then again, like we understood it in Rav and Shita, for instance, which is who this time is going to go like, why did it only say two? It's because I wanted to learn things out of it. But really, it really meant all four begadim. How do I know that from Yilbash? Rabbi, Rabbi Doisa Oimer, what is the Yilbash? No, totally different thing. That, that after the Kain Gadol was done with his begadim on Yom Kippur, those are linen clothing, that a Kain Hedid could use it throughout the year. Now, Amar Rebbe, this is really a side point. And if you remember, we brought this earlier in the Masechta. Amar Rebbe, he says, he's asking on Rabbi Doisa, Shtei Tshuvas Bedavar. I have two kashas on you, Reb Daisa. Number one, if remember that machaikis before, it says you we, you can't tell me that you're going to be able to use the mechnesay bad. Uh, you're going to be able to use the mechnesay bad that that the kain used on, on Yom Kippur. That a regular a regular kain is going to be able the kain gadol used on Yom Kippur. That a regular kain is going to be able to use it for avodah throughout the year because he says Okay, that's number one. They had a different avnate. That his avnate was uh, uh, the 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 avnate that the kain gadol um, right and, and therefore sorry the begadim that happened on Yom Kippur that the kain gadol wore on Yom Kippur were completely linen and during the year the 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 avnate had to be kalayim he holds Rebbe holds if you remember Rebbe holds it has to be it has to be kalayim even of a hedyut so therefore these aren't the same begadim you can't just repurpose them but oy begadim shetavshem kedusha chamura also it's not mistaber that if you use them on yom kippur for a kedusha chamura to go lefnaiv lefnim shetavshem kedusha kala that you should use it for regular avoda so elamatam elamer yilbash what is the pasuk telling me yilbash is Rebbe the third sheet of what yilbash comes to tell me es hashchakim the rambam says hashchakim that you use. That you that you can use worn out clothing for this avoda of trumas hadash, and you don't have to use your top your top level your top level clothing. Okay, and what is vihinicham sham? The pasuk says vihinicham sham by Yom Kippur. That's Rebbe would hold shatut in Gniza. That's Rebbe Shita that holds that you can't repurpose them. You can't repurpose the begadim that were used by the kain gadol on Yom Kippur. Therefore, they need they need to be buried. That it just means you shouldn't use it for another Yom Kippur, but you could repurpose them. Okay, so either way, now again, we're just having machlekes what yilbash means. So let's ignore Rebbe for the moment, okay? And let's just look at the, the first two. Rebbe Yehuda, it says yilbash is coming to tell me that when it comes to Truma Sadeshen, it's telling me that the other two begadim that weren't listed in the pasuk, the kain also has to wear. So my, um, so my the mar sabar bihuda holds avodahi must be it's a real avoda. Umar sabar rebdeisa holds lav avodahi. It's not a real avoda, and that's why he's using yilbash to tell me something else to tell me that I knew that I could use that a regular kain could use it later. So the gemara says loy the kuli alma avodahi. Really, both this is this is not that. That yeah, there is a machlokes between Reish Lakish and um, Rav Yechanan. If according to let's say Rebbe Lazar, there we're going to consider if according to Rebbe Lazar we're going to consider Trumas Hadesh and a real Aveda or not. Okay, however, that is not this machlokes Tanayim. Here, both Rav Daisa and Rav Yehuda hold that it is in fact. Uh, the question is, do I need a reboy to tell me the other begadim, or was it pasha? Rabbi Yehuda holds, I needed a pasuk, because since by Truma Sadeshin it only lists 
two begadim, the hainu, the ketusainus, and the mechmasayim. So I needed a, a riboy to include the other two, to tell me that it's a real avoida and you need all four begadim. And the other man the said, no, it's mistaber that if you need two, you need four, right? We, either it's an avoid and you need the Kaddish or not. And therefore, what is the Yilbash coming to tell me? The Yilbash is coming to tell me specifically um, that, that, I can, that I can reuse them for a coming other later. Send out the, I'll send out the... I'm going to do a... Even though it's late. I'm going to do a quick summary. Try to do it in two minutes over here. Okay, so we, we started off saying that any Talmud Chacham that's not... Um, is not a Talmud Chacham. And we said, I, what about Lysikaim? The Pasuk says, it's a Dereis. We said, that's B'mamayim. Okay, so B'mamayim, it's also to take revenge or bear a grudge. Okay? Um, and therefore we said, but also we said, Belibe. That you have to keep it, yes, you have to have, you bear a grudge, and a Talmud Chacham bears a grudge when he's Tzara Beguf, Right, when there's something, somebody insulted him or somebody did something to him, but he keeps it inside. Okay, and what does that mean? That means that if you see other people going to take up your cause to defend your honor, you don't have to stop them. And we said that also, and even, even still, if the, guy's, if, if, the guy is, um, if the guy who hurt you asks for mechila, you should grant him mechila. Okay, and then we discussed about the fingers. We said, do you take one or two? We said, it depends. If you're a chayla, you are mighty two. You don't have the dexterity. And... Um, or Bari would be might say one, but either way, either way, you only count as one. You only get one number. We're counting fingers because we don't want to count heads, okay? And we said, I. Uh, what about the the third one we discussed? Right? You know, it sounds like we said that if you, if you put out your ring finger together with your etzba, we'll count it. It sounds like two. We said no, you're counting it as one. And we said that if you even if you do that, you do the ring finger together with the etzba, that will only um, will. will, will we only count as one, but we're not going to disqualify you. Versus if you do etzba and thumb, we'll disqualify you and you'll get whipped by the Ben Pekia, who we originally thought was the wick maker, but we realized he was the enforcer. Okay, and then we, we discussed the story of the two Kayanim running up, right? And this is a murder, different uh, story with where they got murdered. And we tried to, um, we understood, so Reb Tzadik got up and he said, ah, what about Kimat Sechalo? We said, okay, really, there's no Egla Rufa there, right? Um, there's no regular, uh, really, there's no Egla Rufa. Um, he was just doing it to get them in the mood, okay? And we saw the son's father came. We said that, uh, and he was worried about the knife, even though his son was dying. He was worried about the knife not becoming Tame. We see that they were more sensitive towards Thomas Kalem because blood was cheap, okay? But either way, we said that, we see that the, it was, we tried to bring a raya that the Misa of the breaking of the leg was first, and then this, and we said, no, not necessarily. Could be very, could very well be, and it wouldn't make sense in the price because it said, so we would say that really that the murder mice happened first, but because it was so wild, we didn't feel the need to make a takana. And then uh, after we saw that there were still further incidents to Hainu of breaking of legs and things like that of Sakana, then they made it. Okay, then we discussed this in regards to Truma Sadeshen. So the Pasuk said, okay, so we said that, um, that the Havamina was that you switch from Big Day Kaddish to Big Day Chol. Okay, like a, like a kind of switches from big day lovin to big day zahav. So the parasha says tamalavar pashat vilavash that we're makish the two begadim. The hainu the begadim you need for trumas hadashen and the begadim you need for haitzas hadashen. I what does the pasuk mean kaidesh uh, acherim begadim acherim. So we're saying that kaidesh but psuchim you take a step down. So acherim means use a lower level of begadim. That's what Tanakama holds. Although he says both of them 
avoid the bekayin, good kayin. Okay, it has to be done with a good kayin, and it has to be done with big day kaidesh. Okay, and then Rabbi Lazar said that no, acherim has to do with the that the kaihanim that a kain balei mum is going to be kosher for its hadashan. Rishlakir says that by the way, this machlekes is not only an itzas hadashan, but even for trumas hadashan, Rabbi Lazar holds it's not a real avoda dehainu that you could do it with balei mumin. And Rabbi says that no, sorry, everybody is going to agree how Rama is a a real avoda. Okay, meaning what does this mean? Rabbi Shlakish holds that you only need two begadim. He learns the pasuk dafka when we said two begadim, and therefore by truma sadashin, and therefore since you only need two begadim, it's not a real avoda. Okay, he learns from the mishana of the the words that we use midai and and, and yilbash um, uh, or uh, yilbash or abusare and mechnasayim to learn other things that the mechnasayim have to go on first yilbash. That has to go on first, and that has to be fitted. Rev Yechanan um, says, "No, you need all four kalim. Why do we highlight these two again to learn those two things out? But really, you need all four. Okay. Um, we try to say so again. We have a machlekes here. Is the fact according to the, according to the Tanakama, if Hitzas Deshen is has to be done by kedusha." Is a real avoda, so for sure truma sedeshen is really the machlekes is according to Rabbi Lazar who learned acherim to tell me hitzas deshen can be done with a balmum. Since it can be done with a balmum, I just want to speak this out. Balmum is essentially the same as a czar, non kaying, so it must be it's not a real avoda. And the question is, do I extend that concept of Rabbi Lazar to truma sedeshen as well? That's the machlekes for shachar We wanted to say that maybe this is the machlekes between uh, Rev Yehuda. And Reb Daisa, the Reb Yehuda and Reb Daisa had a machlekes. What is the yilbash by Truma Sadashin coming to tell me? Reb Yehuda said to add the other two begadim. Must be it's a real avoda. And Reb Daisa said, no, I used to tell me the sham that, that that I can reuse the begadim, um, that I can use the begadim from Yom Kippur, the kind gadol on Yom Kippur. I could reuse it for um, uh, avodas hedyut throughout the year. Again, Rebbe took issue with that for two reasons. Number one, he said the abnates are going to be different. That the kind hedyut wears an abnate klayim, and the kind gadol wear only pure linen on Yom Kippur, and he says it doesn't make sense that you have begadim that you use for the go lefnaim and then you hand them down to a regular kind to use, you know, a, a, some, some other random avodah. Okay, so Elamai, but either way, so we wanted to say that machlekes between Rav Yehuda and Rav Daisa, do I use Yilbash to be marbid the other two begadim? Is this machlekes whether Tumas Adeshin only needed two begadim or needed all four? Dehainu, can you say that there's a, that, that there's a machlekes here, that Tumas Adeshin isn't a real avodah or not, only needs two versus needs four. And we said, no, really, they both hold this, it's a real avodah. According to Rabbi Yehuda, he held you needed to be married with the other two begadim. Rabbi Yehuda said it was understood that when we needed two begadim, there's no concept of having two big dekadim. So if you needed two, you needed four. LMI is able to use that pasuk, the reboy, for something else.